Good morning, everybody. Jerry Autry here. Hey, what's happening with you? How's your life going? Here I am looking at uh, my turtle uh, named Geronimo. And uh, he's pretty active this morning. And so I'm checking him out, see what's happening with him. You know, I'm not, not much of an animal guy because I hate to see things caged. And everybody's convinced me, though, that uh, he's better off with me than he's out there in the world. And so he's swimming around. He looks like he's enjoying himself. I may have to find him a woman. I don't know. You know, life. <laughs> what can I say? Okay, let's see. We're here to talk about the Myers-Briggs type indicator. The turtle is probably an IS, ISFJ, but I, it's hard to know. But uh, this is uh, certainly a non-professional site. Uh, it's mainly that I want to shoot the breeze a little bit about the Myers-Briggs type indicator, the personnel instrument, because it's something that I know and I know well. You know, I practice it all the time. I've been involved with it now for at least uh, uh, maybe 30, 40 years. Uh, I got involved, I uh, went to a workshop when I was in the Army, and I uh, said, this is really, uh, this really hit home. And what the way it did it was that uh, most of the time in my life when I had a little insight, I figured I was a nut because I could go into a meeting and it'd be 12, 15 people there. Everybody was thinking and talking about the same thing. They were on the same sheet of music, everything. Not me. I was way out there somewhere. And I thought, hey, uh, you know, the problem is, is not those folks, but it's me. Well, what we're talking about is a personality factor. And that's, that's something you can't deny. And once Myers-Briggs kind of introduced me to that, I thought, hey, this is it. This is something that I can... Uh, uh, you know, this, I'm not a, such a nut. I may be a nut, but it's part of my profile. ENT, ENTP, extrovert, high extrovert, uh, uh, very much of an uh, intuitive uh, thinker in my head, and my lifestyle is uh, perceptive, not or not. And, and so, you know, I just accept that, that I'm just most of the time different, that sort of stuff, take risk, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And the Myers Briggs has taught me. I've learned a lot about it. So, uh, you know, when we, you know, everybody's brother's got a podcast, so why not me? Well, it's something, you know, I like to, uh, I've discovered that I like to have a few comments like this, but I'm uh, ADD, attention deficit disorder, don't, not going to take too long. And, uh, you know, it's just the way it is, five minutes. So I started uh, to think in terms of the spectacular five, kind of my joke, but it's just five minutes. Even us ADD can uh, take five minutes. And here I am with my turtle, and, uh, I mean, life is good, driving on with 652, that sort of stuff. Okay, so that's that's part of where we are. What else is? Uh, what else can we talk about? I mean, think about it. Uh, well, I tell you something that's on my mind that that I would talk about is the in Haiti, the way they've gotten our attention is they captured a bunch of uh, uh, religious workers. Primarily, we're talking about Mennonites, and uh, Mennonites are really good people. And I I've known uh, two or three in my life and they're pacifist and they're they really uh put it out there do what uh is really right and primarily it's a uh, has always been a low-key sort of uh, group of folks who uh bought into uh a religion in a particular way that uh 
uh, was useful and they're always doing good. They're trying to feed the hungry. Uh, they're trying to do other sort of things. They're not all that much into evangelism. They're born into it. Uh, they're, a, they're a sect, I guess you would call them, but, but they're good people. And uh, some bandits or rogue types have, uh, have captured them. And so, uh, but the big thing is that uh, we got most of them are Americans. So what happens? We have to go after them. I mean, you know, really, here it is. Uh, we're involved in, in the world politics, trying to figure it out, trying to recapture our place after a disastrous president. And uh, Biden is trying to do his best. He's screwing up a few times, but hey, he's certainly so much better than what we, uh, the former president Trump. So, uh, you know, let's just accept that. But on in, in our own kind of area of operations, our AO, so to speak, uh, we have a situation where they've captured a bunch of Americans, and we can't allow that to happen. And so we have to go after him. Uh, Jimmy Carter uh, probably lost his presidency because of the Iranian, uh, the Iranian hostages. But I, but in reading his last book, I forgot what the title of it is. He he was recounting his time uh, and the last day when they were to be released. And here's what he said to him: "said If you harm any of the hostages." We're, we're sending in the 82nd Airborne Division. And, and that's, that's pretty much it. If you harm any of the hostages, any of the Mennonites uh, who are trying to do good, we're sending in the 82nd Airborne and we're ready for the release. And if you don't release them soon, we're coming in after them. And uh, the 82nd Airborne is, is, lives for this sort of stuff. They train for it every day. And they're not like a regular unit of the military, but, but this is their life. Uh, risk and uh, taking uh, chances and uh, doing the bidding of the commander-in-chief. So we're not just talking just a, a plain organization in the military. We're talking about an elite unit that is, is lives to do what they're getting themselves, I hope, probably ready to do, in other words, uh, to to get the hostages released. Okay, that's that's it for today for me. Uh, ADD to the max. I'm going to follow the world scene. And thank you, and uh, God bless you, and God bless America out here.